Did you know that there are thousands, maybe even a million decisions we make in life throughout our lifetime? Some decisions are good, some are bad, some are ugly, some are sad, but they're still decision making. The question is, how do we think about decision making? How do we operate? How do we go from the left to the right, down the middle to the side? How do we choose right and wrong? What do we base it on? I'll take a look at today in my next broadcast. I hope you enjoy it. God bless. I just left from downtown and I came across a red light on a lonely street. No one was nowhere, no cars, no hardly any lights. And I said to myself, I'll just wait here and wait for this light to turn green. But it just wouldn't turn green. It just stayed on red. I said, you know what? I could just run this light. There's no police. And if he was nearby, he still wouldn't give me a ticket. Because there's no, no traffic. Why would you give somebody a ticket where there's no traffic? So I looked at the light again. And to the right of the light, there was a little sign that said, no turn on red. And I'm like, hmm, but there's nobody here. I could run this light and save time. I could be on my way. Since there's nobody here but me and this light staring at me. So I look back up. I was getting ready to do this light again. I look back up and this light, this sign is still staring at me. says, no turn on red. I'm like, and I'm, I'm thinking, it's like, so what? Nobody's here. I keep saying this, talking, this, contemplating in my mind. Because this light still hasn't changed. And there's no one still around. And finally, on a lonely street in downtown Richmond, that red light turned green. And I left that red light and that sign that says, no turn on red. I thought about it for a minute and I said to myself, you know, I'm kind of glad I didn't run that red light. I didn't make that turn on red because of that sign. And what I mean is, I could have gotten away with it. Nobody would have seen it. Nobody would have known how to run that red light but me. That's the problem. I read it. I did wrong. The guilt was going to stay with me because I disobeyed the law. No matter what the excuse was, there was no, no traffic around, no police around, but I was around. I was looking. God was looking. If I had ran that light, that guilt would have been with me. But because I didn't run it, that red light and make that right on turn around red, I didn't have no problem. I didn't have to deal with the emotional scars of me breaking the law when nobody was looking. Have you ever had that circumstance happen to you before where your conscience got to you because there was a sign that said something like, don't turn on red, thou shalt not steal? Did your conscience ever get to you and say, that's wrong, and you listen to it? 
and you obeyed and you came out pretty good, didn't you? But what about those times that you didn't listen to your conscience? You did, you ran the red light on, on red. You made that right turn. Did you feel something strange about yourself because you did? You felt yourself was dishonest? Yeah, that happens. That happens not only at red lights, it happens throughout our lives where we make excuses for things and we go against our conscience. You know, your conscience is that alarm button on you that keeps your morals in check. When your morals are in check and you do things that are right, your thought patterns are right. You do things morally. You keep within the law. You have a law within yourself. And when you do that, your thoughts are clean and pure. If you don't, you damage your conscience. Your conscience becomes damaged where you may get to the light again and says, Hey, I ran it one time. Let's run it again. Let's make that red turn. And before you know it, you're running, you're, you're, you're making a con- consistent life of making turns on red because there's nobody there. And one day you make it and somebody is there and they give you a ticket. And you have the humiliation of getting a ticket because you've made a pattern of doing things wrong. But your conscience keeps you in check. It goes against the grain to go against your conscience. Soon a little bit here, a little bit there. And before you know it, not only are you making a right turn on red, but you're almost like running the red light. Why? Because your conscience doesn't bother you anymore. We damage our conscience so much that our conscience doesn't even tell us right from wrong anymore. We don't want that to happen, do we? No. We want to keep within the law, but moreover, we want to keep within ourselves a moral right and wrong. You know, we talk about abortion because we'll have a march today at 11 p.m. at the state capitol here in Richmond. You know, people have had that abortion and they've been forgiven and God's forgiven them and they move on. But what about those that are contemplating divorce? I'm sorry, abortion. You may say, I'm going to get this abortion because I don't want people to know. I don't want people to know I'm pregnant. The woman would say, and the guys would like to say, hey, we need to get an abortion, he tells the girl, because I don't want nobody to know I got you you got pregnant. We don't want anybody to know. Guess what? You know. She knows. God knows you will always remember this until the day you die, that you killed your child, that you let your unchild, your your unborn child die and you had it murdered. When we do that, our conscience becomes seared like a hot iron. You know, like I said, you might nobody ever may know until the day you die, but you will go to your grave having that weight on you having that conviction on you that you did something so horribly wrong that you have to go to your grave with it. You may not even tell anybody, but it gets to you day in and day out. And you begin to wonder, what was it? What would it have been like to have my child? You know, my conscience tells me that I'll be there tomorrow. I mean, today at this March for Life, when pro-lifers get together, it'll happen today at 11 a.m. at the state capitol. I want to be there because my conscience tells me that something's wrong with society when we don't show up for the unborn. 
that we as a society let our unborn children die at the hands of a doctor, that we give our young girls over to these executioners to destroy the baby in the womb, God's place, God's protective sanctuary of the human body. Unless we stand up with a conscience to say, this is wrong, then we ourselves lose our conscience of right and wrong. How about you? Will you be able to attend this? Or will you don't have a conscience about the death of the unborn? Does it bother you that a child, an unborn innocent child is being murdered in the womb? Has your conscience been so seared that you don't care anymore? Is it not important to you that you don't show up and don't object to what's going on as an evil society and protection of children? People in Germany didn't care about the Jews. They didn't stand up. Six million of them were killed. We've had 70 million. Many of them came from the black community. When are we going to stand up for justice and righteousness? My friends, Will you join me today at the state capitol? Take off something of your time. Take off from work. Take off from a play. Take off from, from doing chores around the house. Let's show up. Let's, let's let the world know that we have a conscience. Let's let uh, not be political anymore. Let's do what's right. The right thing to do is to be at this march and show your uh, participation that we together stand for righteousness and we stand together because we don't want to begin our lives just simply running and then making a right turn on red when the sign says, don't do it. Hey, this is Gilbert Wilkerson, Black Society for Economic and Social Transformation. I pray that your life be transformed. Thank you very much. God bless. I guess you know by now this is a quick impromptu podcast that was did especially for especially those here at Richmond for protecting our consciousness and attending the march today. You know you can catch us once again as I remind you at blacksociety.net and Facebook and at Linkage. This is your friend Gilbert Wilkerson. Have a good day.